0: Hey mama, and welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited about this one, Um, and it's kind of random thrown in, but it really is so important. We're gonna be talking about the relationship with our spouse, so let's get started. Hey mama, I see you, and I see that you are just buried in laundry, and you are overwhelmed with life. You're feeling isolated, you're exhausted. But what if I told you that you could actually wake up with certainty, not that you're going to be exhausted, but that you're actually going to have energy to not only do the things that you have to do, but to do the things that you want to do to make an impact beyond your four walls, to help other people to go on a mission and to feel really good doing it and to get to serve others and play in a bigger way in this world. If that's something that interests you, keep listening because we're going to be going over small steps that are sustainable, that you can start taking in your life that really are going to lead to that certainty that you want in how you're showing up for your life. Let's get started, my friend. So my husband and I have been walking through this Tony Robbins Ultimate Relationship um, Training and it's been so interesting, like just the things that um, are coming up and the great discussion that we're having and, you know, it's so, well, there's been points in our marriage where Things got really bad before we really started looking at things. And now we're in this place where we've got a good marriage, but we want it to be so freaking great. Um, And so we've been putting in this work and um, just talking about things and, you know, especially about like how we interact with one another and we have different love languages. I've talked about this before, Um, but the way that we show love to each other and the way that we actually receive love Um, is totally different and a lot of times it can be as if he's speaking Chinese and I'm not speaking Chinese (laughs) I'm speaking English over here and I don't understand a word he is saying um, and vice versa right Um, you know for me I like to take care of people and I like to say things because um, acts of service is is really how I show love even though the way that I really receive love is words of affirmation and quality time. Um, and it's it's so fascinating in thinking about this because, you know, if you are putting all your energy into showing your spouse love in a way that they don't understand because it's in a different language, you know, you're going to get really frustrated and so are they. Um, and this is something that, you know, has that we've been reminded of. We know this. Um, you know, but it's such a good reminder to have. Um, and, you know, one of the other big things that we've really been discussing um, is just having having this vision of like, what is the vision for our marriage? You know, last week we talked about setting a vision for your family. Um, and I had mentioned in there, you know, what do you want your relationship with your spouse to be 20 years from now? Um, that's not something, you usually something we think about as moms, right? Like we're We're very focused on our family, on our kids, because we're actively training, disciplining, loving them, right? Um, And so a lot of times what happens is the relationship with our spouse gets put on the back burner, and we just, we feel like, oh, well, it'll just keep going, right? As if it was like a ball rolling down a hill, it's just going to keep moving if it's in motion, But that's not how it works. Um, You know, one thing I love that Tony Robbins says over and over is if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, And so many marriages are dying because that's just not where the focus is anymore. And, um, you know, there are times in our marriage when we feel more like roommates, right? Or just good buddies um and that's not what we want for our marriage you know um you know and i, I feel like right now we're not just good roommates you know we're <laughs> um we're, we have a really good marriage and we have good communication but we're working to make that even better um but both of us really want this marriage that is just full of passion and like, number one, and like, each other is our number one. Um, and that's not common in marriages today, and probably why so many fail. And, you know, I'm not saying that we don't have our frustrations. The reason that we started this program is because we were having our frustrations, because, um, you know, I realized something really big. Um, and this was a big deal for me, was that I realized long ago, well, I just realized this now, but I realized um, looking back long ago as a defense mechanism for myself to protect myself, I decided that I didn't need anything from anyone else and that I could fill all my needs myself. Um, And this kind of started with the concept that, you know, God is all we need and God will fulfill us. And yes, he does. He saves my soul. He saved my soul and he fills that God-shaped hole that only he can fill. But here's the flip side of that, and this is the side that I was missing and I think has held me back for a long time in my marriage because I was putting everything into that but not realizing that God made us human with emotions and he made us relational creatures and we all have these basic human needs, right? Now, again, yes, God is the only one who can fill that need that we have, that longing for Him, that salvation. Our spouse is not going to do that for us ever, (laughs) and nothing else is. But then we also have these needs that it is a beautiful thing how God created us, that another person can can fill these for us, and we can fill them for our spouse. And um, I think this was such a big piece that I was missing because... I had almost hardened my heart to allowing my husband to fill any of my needs because I was protecting myself from ever getting hurt. I guess because I was filling them myself. But when it comes down to it, I can't fill my needs myself. I mean, there's a lot of needs that I can't fill, and um, and so then we were coming up to this frustration of you know my husband asking me like what what do you need? Like, what can I do for you? How can I show you love? And honestly, I was coming up to like, I don't know, (laughs) like I would throw some ideas out there, but it just never felt like, because even then I was like, yeah, even if you don't do that, it's not a big deal, you know, and here's the problem. I mean, I love working. I love, um, just, creating things. I love the interaction I have with my customers, with my team. Um, I love doing work that matters. obviously, you guys know that about me. Um, and it's not that I can't do those things at all. It's the fact that I was beginning to, in my heart put the or hold those above my husband, Um, And it was starting to show itself in, you know, if I was busy on a call, um, I, I would, you know, text him, I'm busy, you know, I wouldn't answer his call, even, I wouldn't say even if it was important, if it was important, then I would. But, you know, there were just different things where he was asking me for my time, you know, and I... Wasn't putting down my phone, or, you know, I was like, just let me finish working on this, or, oh, I've got to do this right now, and it was just through my actions, I was definitely not portraying to my husband that he was the most important thing to me in my life, and he is, Um, and, you know, as a mom, this, this is a struggle, right? This is the struggle in marriage, is how do we make our spouse, number one, obviously under God, but number one, um, above our kids, above our work, above everything else. And um, so this is the conversation we've been having and I've been having with myself and, like, journaling about. and um, So anyway, so this was a big aha for me that I realized that I had closed myself off to my husband filling my needs. Um, and in doing that, you know, he he wasn't able, you know, it's kind of like when people say, like, <laughs> You know, just if someone offers to help you or offers to do something for you, let them. Because if you're not, you're denying them the blessing of being able to bless you, right? Um, and so I feel like marriage is kind of like this. Like love is that unconditional, non-judgmental showing of love to somebody else in a way that they can feel it and in allowing them to love us as well in the way that we would we feel it. Um, so I just want to encourage you that first of all, if you feel like you're dying um, and you're not growing, there that's why <laughs> because you're not growing, you're dying. Um, and I just I just also want to encourage you that your marriage is never so far gone; it's totally lost. Everything can be redeemed and reconciled. Um, everything can be healed, and and can just blow your mind at how amazing it can be. Um, you know, and even if if the other party is not, you know, wanting to grow and move forward, you can still pour out your love to your spouse, um, and. And things can completely change. It's amazing what happens when we when we do that. You know, there's been different times in our marriage when I've done that, and there's been times when he's done that. But it's really beautiful when we're both doing it at the same time to one another. And um, so, and and here's the cool thing though about that is you know a lot of moms are like, well, I gotta take care of my kids. My kids are my priority. Listen. <laughs> Yes, your kids are a priority when they're so little that they can't do things for themselves. And your husband can do things for himself. But but here's the thing. The more stable you are and the more passion you have with your spouse, the more stable your kids are going to be as just, like, it's just this, I don't know, it's this weird thing that happens, right? Like, you'd think, like, oh, I like I don't want to neglect my kids, like... How, you know, but here's the thing. Like, your kids don't want to show you the same kind of love that your spouse does. <laughs> At least my kids don't. <laughs> um, and here's the other thing. We only have our kids for a short amount of time. So, yes, we need to invest in them and, you know, train them up in the way that they should go and and love them. But they're going to leave. And we cannot forget that, that they are going to leave our spouse is not going to leave, but if we ignore our spouse the whole time while we have kids, and then expect everything to be hunky dory once the kids leave, it's not. It's just not. You can't. You can't put your marriage on hold while you have kids. Like, if you truly want to love your kids, you truly need to love and serve your spouse and um, have these hard conversations about what do you need and how do you feel loved by me the most. And really get honest about it and commit yourself. And it's not going to be perfect. Um, It's not going to be easy. But if you guys are growing together and you're focusing on what you can do, not what you're receiving, but what you're giving, um, and doing it without keeping score, you know, it... (laughs) It's just a beautiful thing that your kids are going to benefit from, honestly, more than anyone else, um, except for you guys, right? Um, It just makes all, it's like a ripple effect. It makes all relationships better all around you. Um, And the other thing is, I just want to encourage you, if you're like me, you kind of have a cranky face on a lot of the time. Like, I call it my thinking face. And my thinking face looks kind of angry. And I I have realized as of late by going through different personal growth and personal development trainings and stuff that I'm very much in my head. I very much get in my masculine energy of making decisions, commanding, demanding, like very in that powerful, like aggressive stance like all day long. And I can completely and I actually have completely neglected my feminine essence for a long time and it's, it was hard and it still is difficult for me to shift gears, you know, but I've been trying, you know, learning how to incorporate both together and use both as needed. Um, you know, especially I just realized like I didn't have a lot of gentleness or tenderness or, even kindness towards my kids like you know I'd make a joke of it like rub some dirt in it and don't come crying to mom when you're hurt you always want to go to dad but I realized like I would I would kind of like give myself a pass by saying that that you know that's just who I am (laughs) I was raised on a farm you know we and I jokingly always say like we raised our pets and then we ate them (laughs) because it freaks people out and it's funny um you know and so I just I really had this like ugh like gritty, masculine, like, you know, more like a man kind of thing. And um, I realized that that serves me in certain aspects, but that is not, I'm not just one-sided. And I have this other dimension as well. Um, And, you know, I've just been learning as a mom how to tap into that more and to be more gentle. And by all means, if you are a gentle, loving, kind mom, and you're tender and your kids get comfort from you, Please write me a review and tell me your secrets because I am working on it. But I still am not a hundred percent where I'd like to be. It's just not natural for me, you know. But I am trying to work more on it. Um, but here's here's something I wanted to um, speak on as well. Is you know, my husband and I realized that you know, so much of focus in um, marriage and between spouses is you know, the intimacy, um, specifically, like, the physical intimacy. But really, what what we realized the other day is, you know, back, um, you know, when we were dating and early in marriage and, and all of that, like, we laughed together a lot. Um, and we had fun together, and we were playful. And, you know, over the years, we've both just become, I don't want to say grumps, but, like, thing we just we, sometimes we forget, you know, like we don't, yes, you know, me smiling is my favorite and I like smile at like all the people, but a lot of times in my home, like I don't, um, because it's all about efficiency and getting things done and, you know, getting the food on the table and getting the laundry done and, you know, doing all the things. And did I change the diaper? And did I, did I switch the laundry over? And, oh gosh, I need to do all these things and check, 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 check down the list. Right. And it's so easy for me to stay in my head there and to not, like, come out and remember, like, who I really am. (laughs) And it's fun and playful. And, like, there is nothing better than flirting and, um, you know, just having fun with your spouse. And, you know, if you haven't laughed with your spouse in a while... It's time to um, plan a date night, even whether it's in or you get to go out somewhere and just have fun together and laugh and joke with each other and, you know, just have a good time. Um, The other day I was, you know, really trying to think about like, how can I step more into this like feminine, tender, kind, gentle, playful, flirty essence, right? And away from the masculine hard, like make decisions, get it done now, check the boxes, right? Right. Um, and I was like, you know, when I was younger, I used to wear like skirts all the time and fun earrings and, you know, like, and I would put on music and I would dance to it like all the time. And so I did all those things. I, you know, I took a shower and I had some, some like old school, like pop music playing and I was like singing and dancing and got ready and I put on a fun flirty dress and which it was cold outside so i had really tall boots to go with it to keep my legs warm um you know and and we we decided to have like um you know just a we just go into town here it's like two minutes into town and you know got a couple drinks and and had some snacks you know and um and it was totally laid back but it was just so much fun and we just we laughed together and um you know we just had a blast and um you know, we, we do try to get dates at least once a month, but sometimes for me, it's not those like elaborate planned out dates that are so special. It's more so like the fun unplanned. Like I think earlier that day, I just said, Hey, do you want to, you want to go to the corner taps tonight?" And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. You know? And, um, you know, it was just, it was casual laid back and, and we just, we had a blast. Um, so, All of this to say with your spouse, you know, keep growing together, have conversations, and sometimes the conversations are hard because you're just not communicating in the right languages. So that's where going through this program, this Tony Robbins program, it's called the Ultimate Relationship um, Program, I think. I think you can buy it. I'm doing his inner circle, so it's part of that. Um, But I think it's a program that you can buy. You could probably just look it up on YouTube or, you know, through podcasts or something. Um, But it's been really helpful because it's helped us to answer, like, good questions. Questions that we need to be thinking about and answering. And then having discussion about them and the fact that we're doing it together um, is really helpful. But here's the thing. Even if you're just doing it on your own, the things that you learn... And apply are going to improve your marriage. And more often than not, your spouse is going to notice such a change in you that that they're going to start asking or at least responding and and starting to, um, you know, give love back to you. Not because it's expected, but just because when you generously love somebody without any judgment or any strings attached or scores or anything like that, like, it, it just invites that giving um, from the other side to come back towards you. Um, so I hope, I hope and pray that if you are putting your marriage on the back burner, that this is your wake-up call to really put it to the front and crank the heat up and work and grow and bring the passion out so that you guys can't wait, like us, for all the things that we're gonna do once our kids are grown and out of the house. And um, but we're not gonna wait until then. We're doing, you know, we're we're having the fun now, and it's just gonna continue to grow and grow and grow and build over the years um, until our you know our kids leave. And um, that's really, I think that's probably my biggest hope for you, um, you know, because. Yeah, we'll be moms forever, but we were wives first. And a lot of times we forget that, right? Um, And it's something that's so, so important. I hope you guys were encouraged by this, and I hope you guys are going to go and light that fire, my friends. Take care that's today's episode if you loved this so much i would love for you to take a screenshot of this and share it to your stories on instagram and tag me it's very simple i am just at chelsea underscore noel that's c-h-e-l-s-e-y yes my dad spelled it very differently and i love it And Noel is very simple, just like Christmas, N-O-E-L. And what I'd love for you to do is I wanna see your biggest takeaway and I want to be able to connect with you in real life because this is community and this is connection and you are never isolated. We are doing mom life together. We have to mom anyways, so why not do it in a powerfully connected and empowering on mission together kind of way? Take care, my friends. Until next time.